Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Hakan Oyen. We recorded this at Rye Burhans' camp at Clifftop. Thanks, Rye. We got started late because of the Neotrad band contest, and we couldn't record in Hillary's kitchen like all the rest of the episodes I recorded at Clifftop this year. They had to prep for Indian food night. You can actually hear Hillary in the background, so, you know, be prepared to be homesick for Clifftop. This episode of Get Up in the Cool is brought to you in part by Kauai Old Time. They have a special message for old-time musicians and dancers, music lovers, and travelers. Here it is. Aloha, y'all. Tickets are on sale for the second annual Kauai Old Time Gathering taking place this November, the 16th through the 18th. Workshops and performances by Foghorn String Band, Cajun Country Revival, and lots of local Hawaiian artists. Head over to kawaiioldtime.com for more information and to reserve a bed or a campsite in the beautiful mountains of Kauai. Lots of music and dancing with Cajun Two-Step, Puerto Rican Kachi Kachi, and old-time square dancing. That's kawaii spelled K-A-U-A-I, oldtime.com. Man, I just found out about this festival, and now it's all I can think about. And I am crushed that I can't come this year, so please, please go on my behalf. This episode is also sponsored by Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan, my go-to for traditional instruments and accessories. Next time you want to upgrade your instrument, or you run out of strings, or lose your favorite pick, or your tuner breaks, go stock up at elderly.com. Make sure to stick around afterwards, and I'll let you know where to hear more of Hawkins' music. I'll also let you know how to get exclusive bonus content for supporting Get Up in the Cool. But first, here's my interview and jam with Hakan Oyen. Enjoy. Thank you. 
John Browns. <laughs> Hakanoyan, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you. It's good to be here. This is going to be like a rough uh, session because they're cooking the Indian food and it smells it like smells just in the good. middle of that tune. Like if I post a video of it, you'll see a moment where I like inhale and I go and I get like kind of panicky because <laughs> I'm all of a sudden desperately hungry. <laughs> Maybe in the future podcasts um, we'll have, we'll have like smells. Them. I, you can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> Remote smelling. I mean, they're working on that. Yeah. They've got to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this is Friday night at Clifftop. Mm-hmm. How long have you been coming to this festival? Um, this is my third year, I guess, in a row. Yeah. I, I usually um, can't make it to Clifftop because I spend a lot of time doing like seasonal work and stuff. Sure. But the past few years I've been free so good and it's really fun I used to come here all the time to rock climb and to like kayak and stuff because um because Fayetteville and New River Gorge there's yeah yeah it's amazing world class stuff so it was really cool finding out that I could also play old time here (laughs) here weird yeah when when did you start when did you start playing fiddle I started playing fiddle in 2013. Not very long ago. Not too long ago, no. Did you start playing fiddle because you were introduced to old-time music and you wanted to participate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I started playing fiddle because I started out playing bluegrass mandolin. Mm. And um, when I got into old-time music, I found less and less of a place for me. Not that there's not a place for mandolin, but I just... Fiddle seemed more fun in yeah. the context of old time music. Yeah. So that's yeah. So 2013. 2013. You sound great. Thanks. I'm always like so impressed by adult beginner fiddlers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people who didn't, people who like somehow sound amazing even though they w- weren't like Suzuki trained when they were four. Like it's so <laughs> cool. Someday I wish I was Suzuki trained when I was four. Right. Right. We oh, all do, I don't yeah. Know. At least some. Yeah. It helped. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how did you get into bluegrass? Um, I, so... Why did you get into bluegrass? Why did I get how into and why, yeah. Um, it wasn't Oh Brother, Where Art Thou. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> That'd be I, okay if it was. I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah, got it's me. a good movie. Yeah. Um, well, growing up, we had a lot of family friends that were bluegrass musicians, and, and so I kind of grew in, grew up hearing it my my parents didn't play any bluegrass music um but um there was actually there was a moment in my life where i like like i like woke up and i was like oh my gosh i love this type of music and it was at my uh, grandmother's memorial service in like uh 2009 or something like we had this big family reunion and everyone came and like played all this like music bluegrass music for my grandmother because she um she really liked oh brother where art thou (laughs) (laughs) um and i remember like going to that and just being like so like inspired and the next day i or maybe it was two days later i i I took a train into new york city and bought a mandolin and yeah kind of just so you you were sort of in like already like a kind of opened up 
place like going to like a memorial service and like and then with that music like sort of like a one-two punch i guess like, so yeah. yeah that could have been it yeah 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 but some yeah something about like yeah that really it really caught my attention and, hmm. what did they put do you remember what they played i'll fly away yeah. um that's kind of the only it's a one good remember, song but it's a good song yeah yeah. yeah, there's this one woman in particular, Beth Ashton, um, who, who, uh, was an inspiration for me. I suppose she, she was like um, a childhood friend of my mother's, who, who was an amazing singer and bluegrass guitar player. And she passed away some years ago, but I have her guitar now, and that's she's kind of the reason I, I got into it. Why did you choose mandolin? I don't really know. Did you play? Was, did you play anything before that? Point? Not really. No, I no. I took some lessons, but they never really took. Yeah. I um. My mom always tried. Well, she didn't always try, but she she uh. She she signed me up for some piano lessons yeah. when I was a kid, and I would like go to them and then hide in the bathroom for most no. of them. <laughs> Why? Because I didn't. I don't know. I was like got stressed out and like I didn't I it's didn't think I was good at it it's and pretty stressful I didn't really want to do it but I was also like really shy and it got to the point where like my piano teacher would like be like I think your son has some digestive problems because he's spending the entire <laughs> lessons in the bathroom <laughs> oh my god so yeah it didn't take from an early age but yeah yeah but now I'm hooked now you're hooked yeah hmm where did you get John John Brown's not John Brown's dream John Brown's from. John Brown's Do you have things to say about these tunes like I don't really some, you know it was actually a goal for the week to figure out something to say about this tune cuz okay. I figured I was going to play it but I just Yeah I I learned it off of the Light and Hitch album Oh great great um yeah and um and Aaron is here who he, you know filled on the album so I could have just asked him but yeah. I just hadn't haven't gotten to it yet Yeah well so I don't know and it's one of, I I can't find anything online about it because if you type in John Brown's, you just yeah, like it's like John the Brown's. worst SEO possible. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> so, even if you get to a fiddle tune, it'll yeah, be the yeah. dream one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So that tune, no, I just learned it off the Light and Hitch okay. album. Listeners, write in. Yeah, if you want, <laughs> I'd love to know. <laughs> Carl Barron, write in if you know. Yeah. Carl Barron always writes in and gives me like little bits of history on the tunes. If 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 we say in the interview like. Hmm, uh, I, don't, I don't have any idea about where this tune comes from. He'll be like, all right, here's some articles <laughs> and recordings. So, shout out to Carl Barron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to play next? Waco? Hmm. Do you have anything to say about this yeah, one? Yeah, I have okay, to great, about great. this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got Waco from Cecil Plum. Um, Cecil Plum was, I think he was Virginia. Should have checked on this, but he um he's he's one of my favorite favorite fiddlers. He he's um he's got an amazing repertoire of of really noty G tunes and C tunes and I don't know. He's just a he's a cool fiddler. Thanks Cecil. Yeah, thanks Cecil. So yeah, let this me, I got from him. Let me check. It's so yeah, it's been a wet clip top. Yeah. <laughs> my like when I put on my jeans every morning because I was playing I put. I, I brought one pair of jeans. I was planning on like mostly wearing like shorts, like you know, like I normally do at Cliff Top. Brought one pair of jeans, and the, every morning it's just like oh, I have to put these jeans back on because they're like just 
Damn. Yeah. They're and just it's not like, great. You know, and you like really have to like work to get them on because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a. That's why you should just not take them off. Yeah. <laughs> just them. Oh, that would be even worse though. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Okay. I'm happy to. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> but it's been very wet. Yeah. That's about Waco, Texas. I would assume so. I don't, I don't know. know of any W A C O. Yeah. I don't know any other Wacos either. I don't even. I don't know if it's a thing. Is it? A, is it an object or a, is a Waco? It a noun? A Waco. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a place. Hmm. So when did you? When did you move down to Asheville? You you were up in upstate New York. How did you get down here? Well, there's some in between time. I lived out in Montana for like 
five years. Why? Um, I was. Not, wor- why would one live in Montana? Yeah. It's awesome. But. Yeah, because there are bears there. Yeah, <laughs> this is scary. There's bears here. Scary bears. Um, I worked uh, in. I worked for uh, the USGS for a few years doing like wildlife biology work. Geo. United States Geological Survey. Survey. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't doing geology, but it's kind of like sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Umbrella. That's a good place um, to do it. Montana. Yeah. We're in Montana. Yeah. Glacier National Park. Cool. Really, really beautiful. Um, go check it out. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Glacier <laughs> National Park. Free plug. There, yeah, there's not going to be any more, you know, after, you know, there's only like eight glaciers or something left, so. Yeah. Oh, so small. for for real then. Shout out. Like, go get it before it's gone. Yeah, no, I mean, Jesus. they're the last glaciers in the lower 48 in the yeah. United States. Um, and so I spent some... Uh, I spent some winters out west too, because it was seasonal work, and and uh, was trying to play music out there and some. And but I came to, I started spending my winters in Charleston, South Carolina, or at least I spent one winter, one winter there, and um, was trying to play some bluegrass music, and that's kind of how I found old time was moving to South Carolina. And yeah, I actually am pretty ignorant about like what the scene is in South Carolina. There's, it's few and, well, there's not like that much, but. But that's where you found it. Yeah, so in Charleston, Davey and Ivy Shepard used to live in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, um, David had a guitar shop and um, Ivy taught lessons to a lot of like Charleston, College of Charleston kids. And when I moved to Charleston, I was trying to be like, I was trying to like play in a bluegrass band with my buddy Matt. And yeah. And we ended up getting this old-time fiddle player to, to play with us during our shows, and yeah. and 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 he would just take old-time solos, right, right, air quotes there, yeah, like <laughs> over our bluegrass songs, and and over the course of a like eight months, we just like slowly became a old-time band, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, converted from the inside, yeah, yeah, that's and, that's, and that's 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 how it happened. Yeah. Um, why? Why? Like, why did that? Why did that happen? Like, was there something about the music spe- or the fiddling specifically? Like, did you know what old time was at that time? No, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, you just were like, I, I, yeah, I had no idea what old time was. They just said like, I play, I play old time, and you're yeah. like, sure, what? So yeah. bluegrass. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it was a good time though I, I obviously it changed my life so yeah it happened yeah. yeah that's great um and i'm still friends with a lot of those people from south carolina but there's like there's definitely a a bluegrass to old time like pipeline like that's yeah up, and yeah there's bluegrass musicians who for one reason or another often it's like Actually, what I hear a lot of is I couldn't hang in bluegrass, so I wanted to play old time, which is a funny way of putting it. I couldn't it. hang like you weren't good enough or something. Yeah, <laughs> like or either either like the technical like like the chops required to like do bluegrass at a high level were too intimidating, or just the culture yeah. of like the uh, competitiveness. It's, yeah, the irritating it's spotlight was sure. like. I mean, the competitiveness like exists in sure everything, but right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but it's not necessarily I mean, built into the old time form. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah I'm. 
mean, bluegrass, it's like, you know, it's like one person is like shining out like, yeah. like each time through. And so. Do you still play? Yeah, I still play bluegrass. I really, really love playing bluegrass. Yeah. It's fun. I don't play it as much as I used to, but I try to. I, I was, I've was i been in a couple of bluegrass jams, this clifftop. Oh, it's right been on. fun, yeah. I brought my mandolin. <laughs> so we uh, had a jam a couple days ago, and you showed me this tune. Uh, is it Buck Horn or Buck Horde? It's Buck Horde. Like a horde of bucks. I guess so. Is that even it a thing, also, though? It also could just be... <laughs> <laughs> like there are things like just... Buck Herd. Would but, there be that many of them all together? I, I don't know. I've heard that it could just be like a misinterpretation of what the fiddler, what the what the source fiddler like said. Like maybe they had like a cold or something. Right. Know, that's what someone <laughs> told me once. But I don't really have much to say about this tune either. I kind of learned this from a friend. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever but, you're ready. Let, I mean, let me just make sure I'm still good. Cool.
That's so cool. Yeah, it's a jumpy little tune. I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love uh, it when they have the form. I mean, it's always hard to learn, but in in the form of an old time tune, where I'll just have like a, and then we do this part just one more time, <laughs> and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I hope I catch it on the next time round. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love the form of that. It's it's pretty. I mean, it's not loose because it's consistent, but it's it's um. I don't know, just the movement of it, it's, it's, it's really exciting. Like, yeah. oh, it just keeps going, it yeah. keeps jumping around. Uh, I think we need to get to D, right? Yeah. Let me, let me uh, tune down. Or tune down, that's I love that uh, we have uh, Hillary running her kitchen in the background. <laughs> like, usually we do these yeah, like before she pans, starts. Like yeah, but she's around. like yelling orders. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, what are we gonna play in D? This is called Old Cumberland. Um and I think it's just an old I think it's like a Civil War songbook kind of song. The first time I heard it from a friend, but then the only recording I can find of that find of it is a like a harmonica. Yeah stuff um did they uh learn it from the harmonica source recording i'm not sure i'm not sure yeah i'm not and also i'm not sure if that's the harmonica thing is the source recording i'm sure sure that's just that's i couldn't find anything else yeah Thank you. 
So, um, the long shots, the long shots, that's a, that's a group you're in right now. That's right? a group I'm in right yeah. now. Um, and it was somewhat of a pickup, well, not a pickup band, but, um, we got hired to, or I, yeah, we got hired to play at the Dutchess County Fair in upstate New York, nice. which is like this <laughs> county fair where I grew up. I actually used to sell peanuts there when I was like 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, and how'd you do selling peanuts? Yeah. I did pretty well. Nice. I did pretty well. What'd you spend it that on? That was probably the, like the best paying job I had in, <laughs> <laughs> in my teens. What'd you spend it on? Would you probably use music festivals. Yeah. Good. I used to be really into like, um, uh, like jam bands and like, like who? Well, my dad, my dad is a, my dad is a big deadhead and, okay. um, yeah. and so I grew up listening to like Grateful Dead and I mean, he, like fish and yeah. I don't know. And I you, used to be on that. You liked that train. instead of it was like dumb dad music. You're like, no, oh, I was into so it. into yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Great. I mean, my dad is like, my dad is like, you know, he's really like passionate about music. Mm. He doesn't really play that much. He plays like some flute and stuff, but he uh taught you how to like music yeah yeah totally yeah. totally and he had he had it's an important awesome, like, a lot of people don't know how yeah to like it. <laughs> yeah and like he was always listening to music and yeah. like those you know he was a music nerd in his own way for sure so yeah i'm so grateful for people like that like yeah not non-musicians who and there's so many non-musicians who i feel like like music more than lots of musicians mm -hmm. that i know mm -hmm. yeah totally and the jam band i, I used to be in a were you in a jam band? Yeah. In the I, vein of Grateful Dead or Fish? No, or? not okay. really. Maybe closer to Fish, but we were more like, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it. I call it like white boy funk music. Sure. Like, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, I played electric mandolin. With a wah-wah pedal. Okay. And <laughs> some delay. We were called now. Rocky Mountain Toast. Plug. Check us out on SoundCloud. <laughs> Stop. Great, great. Yeah. I'll put it in the, in the thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That'd be hilarious. It's, I mean, it's all like college party basement recordings. <laughs> yeah. Rocky Mountain Toast. Cool. Um, long shots. Sorry. That yeah. was, no, I the really shots, wanted to yeah. follow that tangent. So, yeah, good. Um, um, the, yeah, so the Long Shots, long shots um, is myself and Sarah Jameson um, and Landon George and Owen Grooms. And we're a four-piece. We play, it's like half old time, 
but we also sing a lot of like country gospel kind of stuff. We do like a lot of Leuven Brothers. Yeah. Sing songs and um, we're going to be playing at the Dutchess County Fair from August 21st through the 26th. Oh, cool. Which is in the Hudson Valley in upstate New York. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're around, come on up. It's a week long gig. We're going to be playing three sets a day. What? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> that's a good gig. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Uh, yeah. It was like, I got it like a year ago, so yeah. I was like, I'm going to put a sweet band together with my best friends. And Yeah. Wait, um, who else is in it? Uh, Sarah Jameson on guitar. Great. Um, Owen Grooms on banjo. And Landon George on bass. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a good band. Yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. Landon uh, is the one who did um, Clara's album with you, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Great. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, and we'll be we'll be going on tour, so we'll be playing in the D.C. area, yeah. um, and we'll have all those tour dates online and stuff. So, is there? And did you say there was a CD? There is an album. We haven't made CDs yet, okay, but we cool. I think we're going to. Very cool. What, it, what's it called? The album. Yeah. I think the album. Oh, oh yeah, it's called Shades of the Yellow Rose. Shades of the Yellow Rose. Yeah. Interesting. Which is a, it's an F waltz that I learned from JP Fraley. Cool. And it's got a really pretty name. So is that just went with it. Is that like a literal yellow rose, or is that related to the yellow rose of Texas? I assume it's probably the yellow rose of Texas. Right, right. But I, I've tried to look into it. I couldn't find any interesting information on that. That's a, that's a loaded title. <laughs> it's a loaded title. Yeah, I know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So who knows? But yeah. Um, are we playing another D tune, or are we going to save that for later? What do you want to do? Let's play another D tune. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm gonna get hungry listening to this podcast yeah. later. Like hearing all the sizzling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds <clears throat> delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good sounding food. Mm-hmm. Uh, Briar Breaker Brown from Buddy Thomas.
So we we got a couple tunes left. I got to get to G real quick. Okay. So this will take a little bit longer. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about this tune? I got this tune from Uncle Dick Hutchinson, who's an Oklahoma fiddle player. Um, well, I got it off a recording of him. I don't know him personally. Yeah. He's probably dead. Dick Hutchinson, if you're out there, Dick, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let us know. Hit me up. Uh, I want to hang. If you're not dead. Yeah. Some of them are still kicking. But yeah, I really, I really, really like his fiddle playing. Um, Sonia showed him to me, and very good, very yeah, good. Yeah, nice enough to send me some some files of him. So that's kind yeah. of where I learned this one. Yeah, yeah. I want to learn more Oklahoma tunes because I've liked absolutely everything that I've heard, which is very little. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like I feel like my <laughs> style or my taste tend to lean more into the Midwest. Oh, very good. In terms of like what tunes I hmm. learn and stuff. But. Uh, this is the last tune of okay. the interview. Um, Hawken, thanks so much for taking a little bit of your clifftop time to like... Yeah. I know you've had to like commit to things this week and thank you for including me. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, no, this is, <laughs> this is fun. This yeah. is really chill. I mean, yes. Like, yeah. Um, it's really only like three commitments yeah (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes it's hard when all your friends are around but yeah but you're a friend so exactly yes (laughs) likewise old judge parker won't you take them shackles off me okay old judge parker won't you take them shackles off me yeah or old judge parker won't you take them fuzzy handcuffs off me (laughs) (laughs) so many uh so many kinky tunes. <laughs> and then we'll play Leather Britches. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> you play ball gag? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay.
Make sure to like and follow Hawkins Band, The Long Shots, on Facebook and download their album, Shades of the Yellow Rose, on Bandcamp. You can find links in the show notes or on Get Up in the Cool's Facebook page. If you want to support Get Up in the Cool, thanks. Visit getupinthecool.com and click the button that says Patreon, then choose a support level that works for you and get its corresponding reward. Throw in a little and I'll give you an on-air shout-out. Throw in a little more and you could get access to the bonus track blog where I post the extra tune that my guests and I play for each episode, including this one. At higher levels of support, you could join me for a monthly online banjo workshop or download the whole Get Up In The Cool tune archive, featuring every tune and song ever played on the show, including the bonus tracks, tagged and separated from the dialogue for your listening convenience. I also offer the show's exclusive bonus content in bulk at a discount. Just go to getupinthecool.com and click the link that says store, then choose a support level that works for you. Big shout out to Get Up In The Cool's newest supporters, Jennifer Leonard and Ella Vervest. Thank you so much. This is my job and I don't really have a boss. I can ask for a raise. I actually have like 4,000 bosses and I ask them for a raise every week. (laughs) But so far, only about 2% of them have complied. So it means a lot to me that you could listen to this show for free, but you decided to pay for it anyway. Thanks so much. And thanks again to all my supporters for keeping the show going. While you're at the Get Up In The Cool store, you can purchase a telegram if you'd like me to read a message on air for another listener of the show, or choose the promotional option, and I'll read ad copy for your business, festival, or crowdfunding campaign. Speaking of which, uh, thanks again to this episode's sponsors, the Kauai Old Time Gathering and Elderly Instruments. You can find them online at kauaioldtime.com and elderly.com. If you're unable to support Get Up In The Cool financially, please consider spreading the show around to people who might. I'm trying to release a video for every episode, so if you like, follow, and join Get Up In The Cool's Facebook page and group and share the video posts, a lot more people will hear about the show. If you want to book me for your square dance, festival, or music camp, or take Skype banjo lessons with me, go to getupinthecool.com and click contact. Also on that website are links to my albums, including Get Up In The Cool Volume 2, which is now available as a CD or digital download. Speaking of festivals and camps, I'm on tour in Australia. Come see me at Dorigo and Mountain Grass and follow the show's Facebook page for other performances and workshop dates. I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. It's a music review show where my co-host Nathan Hunt and I try to get to the bottom of why different artists are influential and important and, uh, you know, whether or not their acclaim is earned. Artists like Garth Brooks, Insane Clown Posse, and ABBA. It started out as an excuse to hang out with my friend Nathan every week and make really dumb jokes, but we've actually received a lot of feedback from listeners saying it's changed the way they listen to music and lyrics. Who'd have thought? So go download Think Outside the Box set. It's available wherever you like to get podcasts. If you're having trouble finding or remembering anything I mentioned in this outro, it's all linked in the show notes on your device, my website, and the Get Up in the Cool Facebook page and group. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.